0: Hello Edwina Murphy-Drumer, welcome to the Balanced Beautiful Abundance Show. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. I'm <laughs> so happy that you're here all the way from Australia. So exciting. I know it's Monday in LA and it's, uh, it's Tuesday morning already in Australia.
1: It is. Yeah, so it is.
0: Thanks for tuning in bright and early. And I am so excited I get to be a part of your wonderful project, Phenomenal Female Entrepreneurs. I was so honored to be a part of it, and we'll talk about that more. But now you're a part of my platform, The Balance um, Beautiful yeah. Abundant Show. So welcome to the show. Thank you. It is. I spend most of my life
1: interviewing other people. So it's kind of fun to be on the other side.
0: <laughs> yes, you get to be the on the other side of the Zoom yeah. call. I'm not going to say camera, because now everything's done via Zoom. So you're on the yeah. other side of the Zoom. Yeah. So let me tell my audience a little bit about you. So Edwina has a deep understanding of what it means to truly blossom. She went from suddenly From a suddenly single mother of four to leading a life of love, prosperity, and freedom, Edwina is a powerhouse who has supported thousands of women to create an exciting vision of their dreams. So let's get in some of these questions I took from your incredible book that I was so lucky to co-author. They were so good. I thought I'd ask the creator of the project her Mm -hmm. own amazing questions. Oh, that's a lovely idea. (laughs) We're not going to get to all of them. So what is your why, Edwina?
1: Oh, it's interesting. I think it, you know, like it does evolve over time. And originally, um, I, you know, as as you said um, in the introduction, I was a single mum for a, a very long time. Um, I became a single mum with four children under eight, and then um, seven years down the track, I remarried. And my, you know, during that time, I actually had bought a flower farm. I, always been entrepreneurial. and But it was always just sort of, you know, day-to-day, week-to-week, um, never having, you know, only having just enough money and, you know, always – struggling to find anything extra. And when I remarried, um, I married an incredibly generous man and he took over looking after the finances of our family, of my four children, which was quite incredible, but it never sat very well with me. Um, And so it was really a strong motivator. It was my why for really jumping into the online entrepreneurial world and building the business that I did. So because I wanted to be the one that was... um, taking care of all the bills and taking back that responsibility. And so I did that. So once I've done that, my why then evolved. And my why now really is about the legacy that I get to leave and the um, the ability to provide for my kids and to provide a sense of financial security. And I think at the moment, more now than ever, um, that's really important. Of course, they're going to create their own incomes and do all those things. But if I can leave a really strong or create a strong sense of financial security for my family, regardless of how old they are, that is my why now.
0: Mm. That's so beautiful. So are you still married to that generous man? I absolutely am, yes. It's going to be a forever. <laughs> that's wonderful. So it says yeah. in your bio that you were suddenly single. So what happened? Yeah, well, I mean, that's,
1: you know, that's a story that I don't particularly dive into too much. But, um, it, you know, my we had children together, our four beautiful kids together, and then the marriage fell apart. And within 24 hours, he was gone. And I was a sole carer of my kids, yeah.
0: Wow, and you raised four kids under eight by yourself. And then how old was the oldest kid when you met the man of your dreams who you're still married to?
1: Um, He was going into year nine in Australia. So I guess he was 14. Yeah,
0: Wow. What a a great story. And so many women would have wanted to be like, okay, this guy's going to pay my bills. I don't have to work. But I love that you still really wanted to create your own abundance and have your own legacy with your stamp on it for your children. I think that is just such a beautiful thing.
1: Well, I think it's, you know, for me, I was very fortunate that I came from a family that was you know, they were fairly well off, and my dad was much older. He was fifty-four when I was born, and of that generation, where he he very much. Patted his three daughters on the head, and it was like it's all right, you know, like a man is going to come along and take care of you. So that was, that was how I was raised, and you know, my belief system. Until I found myself suddenly single with nobody to take care of me, and I really wanted to role model for. I've got two boys and two girls, but for for my kids, a different story about. You know, responsibility f- for yourself and not ever being in a position where you're completely reliant on somebody else because I just don't think it's a great idea.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I bring a lot of 12-step teachings into my coaching and mm. they have something that is called being self-supporting through your own contributions. Yeah. That creates a lot of self-esteem. Yeah. And I think, I think it's wonderful that you wanted to be self-supporting through your own contributions. And now yeah. you've blossomed into this powerhouse of a woman that is showing other women the way, which is so beautiful.
1: And I think that's a big piece of my message and what I really love people to hear is, you know, your past doesn't define you. You know, I'm, I really didn't do well in school. And when I, I scraped through um, the end of what we call year 12 here, um, final year of school, I left school, I really had a very strong belief that I wasn't good enough. You know, I wasn't academic enough, I wasn't sporty enough, I wasn't musical enough, I, you know, like just nothing enough. And it was easy to go into hospitality, um, where I had my what I call my coyote ugly moment. I danced on bars and served alcohol, and you know was really um, quite nocturnal. You got and too. I danced yeah. on bars for free,
0: so you did a little better than me.
1: <laughs> well, and I but I drank my way to confidence and just sort of scraped my way through, and really was a very uh, much in that place of react, what I call reactive living. Whatever life threw at me, I kind of dealt, dealt with it and stumbled my way forward. And it wasn't until I um, really decided to pull up my big girl pants becoming a single mum that I, that I grew up and decided to take charge of that. And I think it's, you know, it is important that, you know, I speak to so many women who hang on to that not good enough belief they hang on to that well i didn't do well at school so i'm dumb so i'll never have money or i could never you know and we can carry that throughout our whole life and i really want to be somebody that creates an interruption to that story and that belief system
0: Mm. it's really challenging because that's how they get women to buy stuff you know consumerism is so different than transformation. Your intention is to get women to transform and mm-hmm. to feel like they are enough and create their vision, whereas yep. consumerism is like, oh, well, if you want to look this way, try this product. Mm-hmm. If you want to smell this way, try this product. If you want to have this lifestyle, you know, go to this vacation destination. Mm-hmm. So, so we're constantly being bar- bombarded through the media, mm-hmm. through the internet, through everything of not being good enough. Yeah. And that's how they get us to buy stuff. Yeah. So how do you tell women to feel like they are enough, even though everyone's telling them, you know, to buy this and buy that so they can be enough? Yeah. It's, it's, and
1: yeah, I know there's going to be many people that will roll their eyes, but it's an internal job. You know, it really is the story that's running in here that changes everything. And, um, life gets to be fabulous right now. We don't have some arbitrary point in the future. It's not, you know, like it's that idea that I'm going to be happy when I lose the weight or I'll be happy when I'm on holiday or I'll be happy when the kids grow up or, you know, we keep putting our happiness on hold for some arbitrary point in the future, which is all external. And it doesn't work because that point doesn't ever arrive. We arrive on holiday so depleted and empty and exhausted that half the time you barely enjoy it anyway because you're so busy sleeping and catching up and trying to fill your cup up again. Um, and so you get to decide that, life is right now, life is today, life is this minute. What do I need to do to feel amazing, to feel phenomenal? I did a post just yesterday that was, you know, if we had the menu of life to choose from and you had three options, one is mediocrity, next one is satisfactory or phenomenal, which would you choose? And I think if you think about it and actually look at it, It's like, oh, my gosh, of course, we want phenomenal. But if you're just in this reactive place all the time, most of us are either living in mediocrity or satisfactory. You know, it's like, how was your day? It was fine. You know, it's fine. Like, that's good enough. Fine. How was your meal? I was fine. <laughs> it was like, oh, my gosh, I don't want fine. I want amazing, extraordinary, you know, color, filled with colour. I want a life that's just, that feels amazing to live. I want to love the life I'm living right now. And I think if if your audience can really grab hold of that idea, um, then I've done my job.
0: That's beautiful. I call it over there as um putting your happiness over there. You know, I'll be happy when the kids get into high school. I'll be happy when the kids get into college. I'll be happy when they graduate. I'll be happy when they get married. I'll be happy when I'm a grandmother. And before you know it, your whole life is over and you put all your happiness over there instead of doing what you're saying. Like, happiness is now. What do I need to do now to feel joy and to make the best of the moment that we're in and make it amazing like you said because all we have is now the future and the past are totally fictional
1: yep that's right absolutely yeah we're aligned on that one
0: (laughs) yes so you are on the balance beautiful abundance show and I know you speak a lot into abundance and your coaching so what does abundance mean to you
1: well I think abundance really is starting, you know, if I can take a step back, you, you get to know what that beautiful life looks like to you because once you know that, we ha- you know, it's once again, it's this I'm going to be happy when, and, you know, this arbitrary, when I have a lot of money, what is a lot of money? Because a lot of money um, and, of course, abundance is about a lot more than money but, you know, a lot of money means nothing. A lot of money to one person is having $5,000 in savings. Um, a, a lot of money to somebody else is a 100000 To somebody else, it's a million. So you need to, there's no right or wrong. It's like you've got to decide for yourself what an abundant life looks like. And to me, it's having access to beautiful, fresh, organic vegetables that I get delivered to my house every week. It is having... Um, you know, Mother Nature surrounded, you know, anybody that looks at our beautiful book is going to know that Mother Nature and having flowers and beauty around me, that's abundance. Having, you know, beautiful friends that I can pick up the phone and speak to. Having my family um, home around me, I'm a real mother hen. It's like I like to, you know, spread my little wings and, and keep everybody close and under me and so the moments, you know, birthdays or Christmas when I actually have everybody around that's abundance to me. Yeah,
0: That is so beautiful, where you're going to have a lot of big family gatherings with four kids (laughs) that are eventually going to grow up and have their spouses and families. So you'll be a very happy mother hen.
1: I will. Yeah, I'm the ultimate. I'm the ultimate mother hen.
0: (laughs) I love it. So this is one of the questions. So Edwina put together this incredible book series that I'm so honored to be a part of. It's How to Be a Phenomenal female entrepreneur entrepreneurs. Feminine. I mean, yeah. Feminine. A phenomenal feminine entrepreneur. And these are awesome questions. She has 20 women who answer 20 questions. Yeah. So I am just asking, asking her a couple of the questions. If you want to hear 20 other women answer these awesome questions, we're going to have a link where you can get the free ebook version of this. It's so cool. So what is the most difficult decision you've ever made to create your dream or your vision? I think it's
1: um you know, I I I touched before on being a you know, being a flower farmer and I used to, you know, be out harvesting flowers and um you know, I did flowers for hotels and weddings and, and so on. And and that was lovely, but it was only ever created a fairly minimal sort of an income. It was just enough to sort of pay the bills with, a, with my four kids. And so I, you know, used to watch people online like yourself and, you know, a lot of the women in this book and uh, creating podcasts and courses and all the beautiful things that we have access to and then we look at and I was just like I, you know I really feel like I have so much to offer in that space. Um, I'd studied naturopathy so I you know like I had all this um, knowledge around particularly my passion is um, functional nutrition and how to feed our bodies to be <coughs> vital and well excuse me and So I thought if I take that information, how do I share it? So I would create courses and different things, but nobody saw them. Nobody knew about them and I wasn't selling any. And it was just, you know, it just felt like such a slog. And then one day um, I happened to see a webinar from a coach and she was teaching people how to do online um, interview series, like the one that people can sign up to for our new book. Um, I was like, wow, that actually sounds Really amazing! It sounds like something I would love to do, and the investment was ten thousand dollars. Now I didn't have that kind of money at all. There was no way that, um, you know, in my mind, I was like, you know, this I can't do this. There's no way I can find that money. And then there was something that just flipped in my head. I'm sure everybody can relate to this moment, where it's like, this is something I have to do. And so i did i pulled out my credit card and hired my first coach and um i actually started cleaning houses <laughs> to pay off my credit card while i built my business So that I could make it all happen, Um, but it was scary. It was really scary. But I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad I did. And I, you know, I talk in the book about I turned that ten thousand into one hundred and thirty-five thousand in twelve months. So it was, it was that you know, trusting that gut instinct, trusting that knowing, is something that takes a lot of faith. But I've got better and better at it, (laughs) at understanding the, um, you know, the intuition and really listening to that inner voice that's trying to point you in the right direction if you just listen to it. Mm.
0: That has been a lifelong lesson of mine, Adwina, is yeah. to learn how to listen and hear that still small voice. Yep. Do you have any advice for women on how they can be more in touch with their intuition?
1: Gosh, do you know, if I could point people to one thing And it may not be what you're imagining I'm going to say, but stop scrolling. Oh, no, that's good. Oh, my goodness. I notice in myself, and I have to catch myself because it's something that is so easy to go back to. But as soon as I start scrolling on Instagram or Facebook or anything, I lose, you know, that clamor. You lose all your clarity of thought. You lose your sense of identity. So many things. You get lost in this void. And I hear it. I speak to other women all the time. This is massive. It is such a a massive thing that's going on for everybody right now. And I think we're all, you know, it's almost turning people into zombies. And, um, you know, it's, it's a little bit tricky for those of us that build businesses that rely on social media a lot. But my advice is just pick three, four, five people, deliberately tune into the voices that you want to influence your mind and just Tune out everything else because it is so um, easy to just lose yourself in the clamor, the noise, the, you know, just that that gray noise that fills up your soul and it's, it is robbing you of your life. I promise.
0: (laughs) We've got a lot of hearts on our Instagram feed. So yeah, she's not, Edwina's not saying to not be on social media, Um. But just choose a few accounts that yeah. are positive, loving, inspiring, like mine. Hello, no, and and just follow a few people and a few accounts, and it's about having a deep relationship with a few people and knowing yeah. what their life is like and knowing what their what their epiphanies and revelations and thoughts are versus following a million people and you know yeah. seeing you know what a thousand people ate for a breakfast is not that interesting, no. so. And it's really just about being very, you know, very
1: clear on who you want to have influence in your mind because it is like a sponge. All this stuff is going in. You know, there's been a million conversations around the indoctrination of how we see ourselves as women because we're exposed to all these images and and so on. So, narrow the field decide who you want to listen to um and you know i know i've got a a small list of people that i follow that i allow to influence my mind and it's it's a deliberate choice
0: Mm. wow that's great i know one of the questions in your book is about being vulnerable Mm. so what role has vulnerability played in your evolution as a phenomenal feminine entrepreneur
1: (laughs) I think it's been you know I think it's well I know it's been really big and it's big you know it's a it's a question that's beautifully answered in the book but we've moved beyond the you know this stiff suit, the perfect leader person that never has anything go wrong and they've got it all together. Those days are over. Now people really want to hear the stories and the struggles, not from a place of woe is me but from a place of this is what I've gone through, this is how I dealt with it and there's light at the other end of the tunnel and I know when I... Um, probably the biggest learning curve for me with this was when I released my first interview series right in the middle of it, my sister suddenly died and it was an incredibly difficult time and that's when I learned... Um, how, you know, the support that came pouring in because I was willing to share that, the support that came pouring in from the tribe that I'd built. But also I learned the incredible importance of having a tribe around you. So for the people that are building entrepreneurial businesses, it's really easy to loan wolf it. It's really easy to try and do this alone. Another message that is thrown at us um, that we, you know, we get to do this alone and it's a sign of strength. It's absolute garbage. Garbage. You get to um, really have a team around you, whether that's strong friends um, or you know, people in masterminds, a coach. Uh, you know, a coaching group, something. You can't do this alone and expect to really soar. You get to have people around you that are supporting and holding you up. So that's, you know, that's one side of vulnerability when things really go wrong. And I've seen people that have, you know, had diagnosed with cancer and all sorts of things. They share their journey of how they move through it and that allows people to relate to them. And I think that's really powerful. The other the other conversation with vulnerability if I can go on I'm you know, I'm a good talker.
0: No you don't agree. We have plenty we've got nothing but time good um the other part
1: of vulnerability when we're talking about entrepreneurship and this you know conversation really is for those who are still in the dreaming stage if you're just playing with the idea of having um a virtual business these conversations for you but also for those that you know may have created six figures or more it still applies putting your work out there for other people to judge is an incredibly vulnerable experience so even you know like with this with this beautiful book that we're sharing and the interview series every time I do an interview it takes a vulnerability to share that because you're opening yourself up to the criticism of others or um criticism's hard but also just silence can be really hard it's like how are people receiving this you know you put something out like your beautiful podcast people are watching but there's no hearts or likes or comments it's like Oh, it, it takes vulnerability. It's like, are people hearing this? Are they thinking it's dreadful? Are they liking it? You know, right. every, the people on the other side of the camera, it's vulnerable for us. So the more that the audience can go, you know, like this resonates with me or give a heart or a like or a comment, it's not, it's not an ego-boosting conversation. I'd like to think about it. Is if you're standing in front of somebody in real life, having a conversation, would you stand there like a stone wall and give nothing back? Because it's just not how we are supposed to communicate. We, we communicate, we thrive off feedback. So it's, um, just, just my, my encouragement to anybody listening is to give feedback. It doesn't always have to be positive, but it does need to be respectful. And, um, you know, so for, For anybody that, you know, I know when I'm looking at other people's comments, I leave hearts and comments on everything. I treat other people as I'd like to be treated. Mm.
0: I think that (laughs) is very generous because when you're doing a Facebook Live or a podcast or even posting Mm. and you're really doing a vulnerable post and you're showing your heart Mm. and you're showing your belief system and nobody comments, it Mm. does feel very... Hurtful, and it's not like, oh, I need validation. It's like, am I being heard or am I just like talking in a tunnel? Yeah. And think of it as if you were at a party and someone was just sharing something really personal with you at a party. You wouldn't just hold your drink and stare at them blankly. Yeah. You would like agree or not, or say, yeah, that reminds me of something that happened to me, or I'm sorry that happened to you, but at least you're, you know, going through it with grace, like anything, like give anything because the people out there that are sharing their hearts and being vulnerable on social media, Mm -hmm. it just, it just means so much to get any Mm -hmm. kind of uh, recognition or feedback. So I think that is so true and so beautiful. So what does being a phenomenal woman mean to you what are three adjectives that would describe a phenomenal woman
1: well I think you know it's interesting that the woman that always springs to my mind first and foremost when I think of a phenomenal woman is Judy Dench I've got quite a few you know I've got I've, there's a few women that I admire hugely one of them um is Oprah Winfrey and it was actually watching Oprah recite Maya Angelou's poem, Phenomenal Woman, that gave me the idea for this, um, for this the title of this book and interview series. If anybody hasn't listened to that, Google it, find it. It's amazing. But, you know, a phenomenal woman is somebody who knows herself. She has that beautiful sense, you know, if you think of Judy Dent, she's self-contained, loving, um, um, and just powerful in her message. I think it really is just that real sense of self and knowing self unapologetically and being prepared to put yourself forward and be an example, be a, you know, like I talk about leadership, but I, I think role model is also, you know, if I think about the women that I look to, that I, you know, I, unapologetically pull a little bit from. You know, when I'm thinking about creating, because we are creating who we want to be in the world, it's like, I, I, you know, there's things about Oprah Winfrey and I just, you know, I can feel myself embodying little things that I love about her or Brene Brown or Maya Angelou or um, Judy Dench or, you know, whoever it is. And it's like we can, as women, we can take on aspects of these phenomenal women in our way of being and think about how we're walking into a room or how we're speaking or how we deal with. Um, a situation that requires compassion and understanding and leadership. So that's how I think about, you know, a phenomenal woman <clears throat> doing a lot of talking.
0: <laughs> I know. Do you want to take a sip of water? What, are, what yeah. is the quality that all these phenomenal women that you just mentioned, Oprah and Judy Dench and Brene yeah. Brown, what is one quality that they all have in common?
1: I think unapologetic is what's coming to mind right now. Nice. They're unapologetically themselves. They're not asking for permission to show up and share their mis- message. They're not asking permission to be the woman that they want to be. They are just being that. And it's, it's very powerful.
0: Mm. That's great. One of my missions as a female empowerment coach, and I call myself a success mentor, is to empower women to be yep. unapologetically authentic yep. so they can live life with resilience, grit, and grace. Yep which yeah. is what you embody and also what all the women you just mentioned embody so that is yeah. that is so beautiful so how did you realize the vision of the book i mean this is not the traditional summit model that has been taught this is a whole new spin having yeah. a book having a challenge having an ebook having the facebook lives this is a whole like multimedia event that i am again so honored and thrilled to be a part of it how did you even come up with this concept <sighs>
1: I think, you know, the challenge is now that so many of us are just spending so much time online that it all becomes a bit of a, a, you know, homogenized. It just becomes a bit of a blur. It just gets added in. And I think there's so much free content now that I really wanted to create an experience for people. Um I'm not quite sure what the situation is for you in Australia. We're back in lockdown again. And so anything that creates an experience for people that is, you know, the interviews in this series are really beautiful because it is diving into people's women's stories. And I love stories. And then understanding the mindset that it's taken to create what we've all created. But then there's the, the book, which, you know, people can keep going back to. So, maybe if they listen to the interview series and then dive into the, the book and just read that one chapter, or maybe, you know, if they sign up now, they're going to get the ebook depending on when your podcast all goes out. But they're going to get to the ebook straight away so they can start looking at the chapter, getting to know the women in this series and then listen to the interview. And it just becomes this whole experience. And I really wanted it to be something very beautiful. You know, part of what makes me me is um, I love a lot of colour and I love flowers and I love that very feminine sort of experience. So I wanted to create that for women so that it was just, it was more than just a um, another download of information. It's something that you can really take hold of and experience.
0: Mm. Hold the book up again. I want my audience to really see how beautiful it is. Let me see. Hang on. I'll open it's it, so it to beautiful. this book. And this is a book that you're not just going to want to read once. This is a coffee table book. It's something yeah. you're going to want to have on display. And it's something that you can go back and study. Oh, thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is, yeah, it is.
0: So the first,
1: I mean, the first part of this is yeah. the ebook. So you know, to so to make it free, so I could really get it into the people, to everybody's hands that want this. Um, I've got the digital edition and the interview, so that is all free. So once people have had gone in there and experienced that and had a little look at it, if they choose to um, to buy the book down the track, then that's going to be available. So, you can actually hold it in your hands.
0: Yeah. So, at the very least, I'm going to have a link in this podcast. You can sign up for the free ebook. But mm-hmm. if you really want the collector's item book, like I said, you're going to want to study it and go back to certain chapters and quote certain phenomenal feminine entrepreneurs. And you're yeah. going to want to maybe, you know, just gift it to someone mm-hmm. that really needs a boost. I mean, what an amazing gift from a woman. For a woman who's struggling to create a vision for her life is having these interviews from these 20 Mm -hmm. phenomenal female entrepreneurs. So there's Mm -hmm. just so much you can do between the free version and the book. And then tell us about the challenge. You're also having a challenge that has to do with this whole multimedia experience. What what is the challenge about? We all love a challenge, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So the challenge is going to be revealed down the track a little bit, but what we're going to do is um, everybody that signs up for the challenge and anybody that gets the free version will get an invitation to sign up. You're going to actually get a physical copy of this book. And there is also a beautiful workbook that has been specially created. So you're actually going to hold this in your hands as well. And it's, um, I've put a lot of time and energy into making sure this is a, a really beautiful book as well and it's going to step you through the mindset of answering exactly the same questions that are in the book so there's quite a lot of coaching that goes into this um, that's going to happen and then at the end of it there is going to be somebody that will win having their chapter published in the book so what i'm going to do is take what you create if you do the work and do it beautifully i'm going to take what you create and actually um, gift you a, a copy of the book with your chapter printed in it. So you'll become one of the phenomenal feminine entrepreneurs.
0: Wow. So the winner of the challenge gets her own chapter in the book. And is that going to be like another edition? Or are you just going to make an edition yeah. for the person who wins? A,
1: a, a special edition for the person who wins, Yeah.
0: Wow, you're going to have your own chapter in a book. That sounds like a ride that I want to get on, which I did, but I want you to get on it too. Mm. So, all this information is going to be in the notes. This is so, this is a whole experience. What a great way to end the back half of 2021, the last few months of the year, to go on the path of. Not feeling enough, not sure how you want to create a vision to going on this whole journey with the free ebook and then the challenge, and then maybe even being a a published author in a book like, what a cool way to end 2021 on a high note! So, yeah, yeah, I I love it. There was some
1: for those that go in and listen to Oprah recite. Maya Angelou's poem, Phenomenal Woman, you'll hear her say at the end, when I first started reciting this poem in 1974, I didn't believe I was a phenomenal woman. I spoke it into being. And so that is part of this whole journey. You know, we often have so much self-doubt or that not enough syndrome or imposter syndrome or whatever it is. And so part of this journey is myself and the 20, Rebecca, and the 20 Mm -hmm. phenomenal women that are in this series, we're going to support you to understand just how phenomenal you are. And it, it is amazing. And, you know, when I started on this journey, there are several women um, I've had the pleasure of- meeting Rebecca only very recently, but there are women in this book that I have watched for for years, one of them, Kim Morrison, I can remember years ago sitting in a stage at a conference watching her on stage, you know, looking up at her thinking, oh, my gosh, this woman is really amazing. She's really amazing. And now, you know, I've just been interviewed on her podcast as well and we're actually standing shoulder to shoulder. So for the women that are watching this, you know, you get to be on this stage with us. You get to decide the life that you want to live. And it doesn't matter where you're starting from. We're all here to stand shoulder to shoulder with you so that you can be part of this movement because it really is an amazing movement. The knowledge industry is, they're predicting it's going to be $25 billion a day spent inside of this industry by 2025. And, it's it's amazing. It's a whole new way of doing business. And, you know, I love it. I'm so, so addicted to the connections that we get to make and the businesses that we get to build and watching women do this. It is just, it is so magic.
0: I love that you're a girl's girl and that you're in a spirit of collaboration not competition and the whole point of the book the ebook and the interviews and the challenge is we want to link arms with you right Edwina we don't want to Talk at you or down to you, we want to make you a part of it, which is why you get to in the challenge answer the same exact twenty questions that we did when we co authored the book. So it's all about linking arms with other women and finding out how we can support you in creating your vision. And it's just been such an honor to be a part of this project. And like you said, we are newer friends, but I can't wait to deepen our friendship. And when all the, you know, craziness of the pandemic is over, I'd love to come to Australia and visit you. It's yeah. interesting of mine to go to Australia so I would love to visit you in person so how can my listeners stay in touch with you Edwina
1: well it's it's the beauty of the way things are set up right now it's very easy to find me you know on Facebook or Instagram after I finish telling everybody not to scroll but
0: (laughs) it's all for us we
1: can be one
0: of those few people you follow
1: yeah so I think you know if you decide and I hope I hope that you will join us you know just Um, be selective, you know, like while you go through these 20 days, just listen to the women in this book, you know, just see what that experience is like to be part of just this tribe for 20 days and see how you feel coming out the other side of it. Just be curious because you just might find that it's actually really life-changing.
0: Absolutely. It's going to be so life-changing and I can't wait to see who joins our tribe and who goes through this process with us. It's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited to just be a stand for women and their transformation and just to keep inspiring and loving on other women, because if yeah. we can do it, you can do it. And it's just awesome. So Edwina, thank you so much for being on the balance, beautiful, abundant show. It was such an honor and I can't wait to do the Facebook live interview with you about the book. And everyone, if you're listening to the show or if you're listening on Facebook or Instagram, Tag a friend, tag someone who needs a little pick-me-up, some inspiration to go for her goals and dreams. Share this podcast. This is a grassroots movement. We're not sponsored by any big-name corporations. We're just people who, like Edwina said, we're pulling you onto our platforms and lifting you up. So spread the word. And if you're listening on Apple, please give us a five-star review and Subscribe so you can hear more amazing, inspirational people like Adwina. So thank you so much for being on the show, Adwina, and I'll look forward to seeing you on our Facebook live chat very soon. Thank you. Big kisses, thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome, big kisses back, bye. Who says you can't have it all? I'm proof that you can. You just have to put your life into balance. Too much of anything, money, fitness, socializing, Can overtake your life. When all seven aspects of your life work in harmony, you will achieve the balanced, beautiful, and abundant life you've always dreamed of. Please subscribe to hear more inspiring interviews. Is there someone you know who could benefit from this podcast? Please share this podcast with them. Please review this podcast. Your feedback will help me target your needs and plan for upcoming shows that answer your questions and feature guest speakers that can make a big difference in your life. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Rebecca E. Whitman. Feel free to DM me to book a free balance assessment call. And don't forget, stay balanced, beautiful, and abundant.